What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I've got a short but sweet little nugget of an episode today, but it's an important one. It's one that has been top of mind for a lot of our clients lately. And so I thought I would bring it to your attention and maybe I can answer um, if you've got these questions as well. So we've been getting a ton of questions from people on how insurance companies handle firearms, how the actual firearms are covered, and then also if there is any liability that is provided under a homeowner's policy, under that personal liability section that you have. You know, how does the insurance company respond if you have to use your firearm? What, how does that all work? So let's answer those questions. First, about the actual firearms themselves. If they are stolen, lost, or misplaced, there is usually a limitation on guns and ammunition, like the, the accessories of the guns. There's a limitation under your homeowner's policy, most likely. Now, under your homeowner's policy, there is a coverage called personal property coverage. And if you were to look at your insurance policy right now, you would see that there's quite a bit of coverage for this. This is for all the things that you bring into your home when you move in. If you picture, pick up your home, turn it upside down, it's all the stuff that would fall out of the house. That is what falls under personal property coverage. So of course you would think that includes guns, ammunition, jewelry, all those things. However, because these are high valued items and things that are usually targeted by thieves or robbers when they break into your home, most insurance companies have limitations on how much coverage they are offering for these high valued items. You'll want to check your policy for the specific amount that's included to find out what you've got. In some cases, it can be as low as $2,000 per occurrence. And with firearms, that does not get you much these days. In some cases, it can be $3,000 or $5,000. It really depends on your particular insurance company. And then what the insurance company offers automatically, you might have upgraded. You might have opted for an optional package that you can increase those limits. So you really want to check with your insurance agent or your insurance company if you don't have an agent. You really wanna check with them to find out how much coverage you've got on your particular policy. But if someone breaks into your home and steals all your guns in one shot, that amount that you've got, um, that's it. There is an option to insure your guns uh, at a higher value. You can schedule them out um, on what's called an insurance rider and you have to show, you know, make kind of a gun inventory or ammunition inventory for the insurance company and you can pay to buy extra coverage for these things if that's something that you're interested in. 
So talk to your agent. If you don't have one, call your insurance company. So next, let's talk about the liability if you shoot upon somebody. Hopefully you never have to do this, but it's good to know how you're covered if you have to. Um, first of all, what if you accidentally, um, the gun accidentally goes off, like if you are cleaning it, for example. Most insurance pol policies will provide liability coverage if you were to accidentally fire it and you injure somebody while you're doing this. In some instances, homeowners insurance companies will offer self-defense liability in some instances, and this is where it gets tricky. Uh, and this is why it's vital that you check with your individual policy, or if you have an agent, again, ask your agent. Um, and then even then, even if you talk to your agent and say, well, does my insurance company cover if I use my firearm in self-defense? If your agent says, yeah, sure, you've got that coverage. The big question mark in my mind is what is considered self-defense? Can an attorney argue it one way or the other? And we all know attorneys are very good at doing that. So it's a gray area for me. So if you want to be on the safe side, this is what I recommend. If you have got a firearm in your home, especially if you have a fire, a permit to carry that firearm out, firearm, firearm, goodness gracious. If you have a permit to carry that firearm outside of the home, you want to purchase extra firearm liability through certain organizations like the NRA or something similar to that. Now you most likely have to be a member of one of these organizations to actually purchase separate liability insurance for yourself. But again, if you've got a permit to carry, I really, really recommend that you look into getting extra coverage for yourself. Because again, what is considered self-defense? I'll give you an example. I recall an instance not that long ago in our area at a local mall where there was an active shooter and there were no casualties thanks to a common citizen with his permit to carry. He knew how to use a firearm and he kept the shooter down until the police were able to get there. Again, there were no casualties. I think only the shooter was injured. So this person is basically a hero, right? He kept everyone alive and he was doing a good thing. But what if someone else was injured in the situation by this well-intentioned citizen? What if, you know, he was trying to get the shooter, shoot at the shooter to keep him from injuring other people and he accidentally shoots somebody else as well? Is that considered self-defense? That would be a big question mark in my mind and certainly something that an attorney could argue the other way. So I sincerely hope that this person had his own um, extra layer of coverage, extra layer of liability coverage through a different carrier other than his homeowner's insurance, because I don't think his homeowner's insurance would be on board with saying, uh, yeah, sure, we're going to cover that. I don't know. I don't know how it would work. And it really comes down to all the facts on an individual situation. So the bottom line, check to see what your insurance company will provide to you. And if you're looking to cover yourself more fully, again, especially if you've got a permit to carry that firearm, you need to look into purchasing additional coverage for yourself, if at all possible. Thanks as always for listening. Stay safe out there, friends, and I'll see you next week. Bye.
For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at Advantage INS 1830. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes, okay? Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.